Happy Sunday to you football fans. Happy Sunday to you Bills fans. Happy Sunday to the former listeners, the future listeners, whoever's out there listening. This is Icy Mike's where the takes are ice cold. I'm Dan Kelly, joined as always by Mike Schimbersky. Mike, what's up, buddy? Hey, uh, Dan, it's been too long. I, I think we just had, you know, some uh, a little bit of a break here going on. I'm glad that we're back, and I uh, can't wait for this to be an every week thing. Yeah, we're, we're back full-time, guys. This is going to be dropping every Sunday before the Bills kick off. Uh, me and Mike are also on the pregame show each Sunday. This week, it's going to be at 6 p.m., right before the Bills and Chiefs kick off. And it's going to be an exciting game. We're going to obviously talk about the Bills. We're going to talk about the league. Let's start with the big news from Wednesday, which was Stefan Gilmore. Now, at first, it was reported that Gilmore was released, but there is now news that he has been traded. Mike, what's the situation with Stefan Gilmore? Yeah, I mean, that was, the, that was the consensus I was giving at the, at the beginning. I was like, they just released him just outright? And I thought that was surprising because they said that it was due to some sort of issue with contract negotiations. Well, it turns out they actually traded him to Carolina for a six-round pick. Okay, so the Panthers now have Stephon Gilmore. Uh, this isn't prime Gilmore. This isn't the Gilmore that went to New England after leaving Buffalo. The only thing I could think of when I saw him getting released today was the first comment he made after he signed with the Patriots, which was something about, well, now my – my family can see me play because like he was in a bigger place. Obviously there was hatred from Buffalo to Gilmore. I don't know if they would have been interested in him. I'm glad that he was traded for by somebody. The speculation stops there. I already saw the Tampa Bay Buccaneers trending as a place for him to go, but there was also another release, the Cowboys and Jalen Smith, the linebacker. Now I, haven't seen any reports as to why it happened. They are paying him $7.2 million still this year. Do you know anything about the situation in Dallas, Mike? Yeah, I, I did hear about that too. I heard that they had released him. I don't know the, the details on that as to why, uh, but I, I, I would have to assume that some of, these, some of these cuts and some of these releases that are, are happening have to be due to how bad the salary cap has been. And uh, I think any player's uh, under consideration if they're not performing. And I don't know what his stats look like for the season, but uh, he definitely got abruptly cut. Yeah, it's just weird to be seeing veterans get cut like this. Like, like you see it happen with, with no-name guys, but Jalen Smith, Stephon Gilmore, these are guys that are pretty well-known. I think they're both former Pro Bowlers, maybe not Jalen Smith, but he was at least trending in the upwards direction. So the Panthers right. now have Gilmore. They also traded for J.C. Um, uh, no, not J.C. Horn. J.C. Horn they drafted. They traded for C.J. Henderson from Jacksonville. So they must not be happy with their cornerback depth. And they're a team that's been looking pretty good. Uh, of course, uh, Sam Darnold goes there from the Jets. Do you, do you believe in the Panthers as a serious team this year? Or do you think that their best football is still yet to come? I think their best football is yet to come. I think they're a, a trending team right now because of their hot start. I don't think that they'll be contending this season, but I do believe that they're a team that is well in the right direction. And then the next couple seasons, while they put this thing together, uh, they will be uh, very soon. I think that there's some upgrades they're clearly looking to make. 
And so once they get exactly the right pieces in place, which they're, they're well on their way, I think within the next couple of seasons, they will be a team to talk about. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count them out completely this season as far as uh, them having a, a good winning record, but I just don't think that they're going to, if they do make the playoffs somehow, I don't think they're going to uh, go deep in, into the playoffs. The question there to me is still Sam Darnold. Like I, I get it's a hot start, but how, how long can it last? Reality hits sooner than later. We saw it with the Raiders, you know, getting trounced by the Chargers on Monday Night Football after their hot start. And, and they, that was a start that I was worried about because they were beating good teams. The Raiders were beating teams that they shouldn't beat on a regular right. basis. So we'll have to see if Derek Carr figures it out. But there's another AFC West team that you wanted to talk about today, which is the Los Angeles Chargers. What's going on? Yeah. Is Herbert leading them to success this early? I think he is. I think they're dangerous. Uh, the Chargers are dangerous. They're only the only people that are going to get in their way right now are, are themselves. I mean, if they start beating themselves, that's that's the only way this string stops rolling because their defense is playing fantastic, and and Herbert looks. He's making he's making the leap every season, you know. Uh, now he, I mean, he looks way way different uh, than he did last year, and he he looked good last year. But now it's like he knows the offense. Uh, he's making reads out there that are are perfect, and his throws are on point. And uh, he he runs that offense, and you can tell he's got a lot of confidence. And I think that they're dangerous this year. I really do. Of course, Justin Herbert did win the Rookie of the Year last year. Um, the Chargers have always been good on paper, but it, it is about beating themselves, and they're in a tough division. But taking a game from Kansas City that early is huge. And Kansas City has not looked as unstoppable as they usually do. Now, again, it is early on in the season. They can't pick it up. They can go and win the, the next full season and, and go, go into the playoffs hot. You never know with Kansas City. But the fact that they lost a divisional game is huge and now this game this week tonight is the most important game of the season for the buffalo bills because if you win this game you have the tiebreaker over kansas city if the records seem to match i think it is very important for the bills to gain home field advantage in the playoffs you take away the home field advantage that the chiefs had in that afc championship game last year and you have a different outcome so this game is very important. What do you think of the Chiefs' struggles? Are they real? Are we, are we living in a fantasy land? Or is Kansas City falling a little bit? It's tough to say. And if we are, and if we are living in a fantasy land, I don't want to wake up. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, the thing is with that is I think that they have some injuries on defense, and that's making it even worse for them. I do think that they're in a little bit of a slump. I think that uh, something that actually got said on Good Morning Football that I really agree with is that uh, they, they've hit their peak. Uh, they're, they're as good as they're going to get, and there's other teams around them that are getting better. Uh, so the competition is now – it's closing in on them, uh, and, and other teams are starting to be able to match them. And their, their formula has seemed to be that all, they don't really have to stop you that many times. They just have to continue to outscore you. And that still works uh, to an extent because that Chiefs offense really hasn't changed. I still think that they're great. I think that, that Chiefs, off, Chiefs offense is, is fantastic. It still is. They still put up 
a lot of points and, and they're really still tough to stop. What's been biting them is their defense can't stop anybody either. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the Eagles did whatever they wanted. Uh, and so that's something that I, that I noticed uh, this last game against the Eagles. Yes, the Chiefs won, but the Eagles put up a lot of yards and, you know, they, they let the Eagles kind of pass all over them or run. Whatever they wanted to do, they could do it. Uh, they just couldn't outscore that other that that juggernaut offense. So I don't think the Chiefs change much. I just think that uh, the rest of the league is the rest of the league is catching up. I understand that, but that Chiefs offense, like you mentioned, when it's clicking on all cylinders, it's unguardable. There's no defense in the league that can stop it. I understand Tampa Bay did it in the Super Bowl last year. It happens, and and when there's a blueprint, everybody thinks that they can follow it. Like, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers blitzed the hell out of Patrick Mahomes, and they couldn't do anything. Now, every team can try that, but that doesn't mean that it's going to work. So, I don't know if that's Buffalo's way. But I do want to talk about a few things with Buffalo right now. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds, very impressive. Won the uh, Defensive Player of the Week for his performance against... Houston, yeah, I saw Houston, that. yes, the 40-0 the burger. But I want to talk about the Bills' offense. Now, it's been explosive, and the points are insane. Now, is it luck that they're playing backup quarterbacks and their defense is, you know, we've sco- outscored people 118-21 to 21 in the last three weeks? I understand that kind of stuff, and you can only play who you're scheduled to play. The fact that Buffalo is outscoring them by so much – I think tells us that this team is still a legit Super Bowl contender. What do you think about people who are saying Buffalo has had it easy so far? Yeah, I don't think that there is such thing as an easy schedule anymore in the NFL. I mean, there's times where you just you see uh, teams that have no business winning, like just last week, the Jets, the Tennessee Titans. I mean, it it's any given Sunday, and you had said it already that you can only play who you're scheduled to play. And these are NFL defenses that have to, that, that the Bills offense is playing against. And they're still putting up 35, 40 points. And these are, you know, the, I think where the luck may be a little bit is, is the defensive side of the ball, not having to play high caliber offenses uh, early in the early going. Uh, but again, that definitely helps playing the backup quarterbacks is really giving them confidence. And our defense struggled last year in, in the playoffs in every situation, basically, except for that Baltimore game, they struggled against Indianapolis and obviously the struggle against Kansas city, but the injuries are starting to mount up. Is Milano going to play? Is Poyer going to play? We need these guys for later on in the season. So I'm really hoping that those injuries aren't serious. I know, and but the good news about that is, is that we're, we're pretty early in the season. So I say, you know, yes, this is such an important game, but I don't want them trying to force themselves onto the field uh, just because of the, the weight of this game. I hope that they try to put their body first, take care of themselves. If they can't make it, next man up. Uh, the defense is playing very well, and we, we mentioned it's against uh, some backup quarterbacks, but again, it's still an NFL offense, and you shut them out. I mean, there's you have two shutouts in the last four weeks. So, I mean, that's that's okay. something. That's, okay, but is. calling but calling it an NFL offense when it's ran by Taylor Heineke 
and Mills, who's a rookie. Heineke was, you know, not even in the NFL for, for a spell. They, they can't run it, though. They can't run an NFL offense because they're not, you know, they don't have that mindset to be able to do it. I understand, you know, the, the teams they've been playing haven't been great, but they, they have gotten lucky with that so far. They're hitting Kansas City right now. The reason that the Jets beat the Titans was the fact that the Titans didn't have any wide receivers. Julio Jones and A.J. Brown were both out. And I think we're going to hit them when they're healthy. Tannehill's not playing the greatest. But like you mentioned, it's an any given Sunday kind of thing. And I'm just hoping that the fact that Buffalo has outscored their opponents so much is telling me that, that they're going to be doing the same against good competition. But Today is the proof. This game against Kansas City is the proof. They need to win this game to shut people up. Uh, yeah, and I, I think they need it more than the Chiefs. I really do. I think that if the, if the Bills can pull us out today, tonight, they, they make it happen and they bring their A game, you know, and they just stick it to the Chiefs to make a statement, if, if nothing else. Uh, this season – is is the Bills uh, – this is the season where the Bills can really be in contention there for the first for the first seed. And who doesn't want to put the Chiefs two games behind them? You know, like, why, why wouldn't we want to have the Chiefs two games, two games back? That would be fantastic. And have them playing catch-up. That, that's, that's, that's everything right now. Uh, that's, that's perfect. That would put the Bills in such a great position, especially uh, who knows if the Titans do get healthy. Uh, coming in the next in the next week, and if they're if they're not uh, 100%, that's even better. Uh, and then the, this this bus just gets rolling, you know. And it could be a fantastic season going forward, especially after because uh, it, it gets rid of that question, you know. If they don't win, uh, if if they don't beat them tonight, it's like when 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 will the Bills beat them? When? Exactly. I remember last year leaving the bar. And saying, okay, at least we competed with Kansas City. We, we didn't get this one, but we'll get the next one. And then we go into the playoffs and we lose. And everybody's still happy that they, that they played a good game. And it's just not the fact. It's, it's not that anymore. No, it's not. It's, it's time to, to stop just being like, okay, we're this close. So we got to go back to the drawing board. It's, it, no, it's, it's time to just beat them. It's time to, it's time to show I guess, it, especially being a prime time, it's time to show the whole NFL and everyone watching that the Bills can beat the Chiefs. And before we sign off, we have one more team to talk about, Mike. Uh, the Hal Murray. You know, the Hal Murray happens last season. The Bills go on to, to win the next eight weeks or so, go into the playoffs, looking hot, obviously lose to Kansas City. The Cardinals struggle for most of that year just because they're a young team and, and people want to count them out. But so far, they've looked really serious. And what is the reason for that? Is it Kyler Murray? Is it the defense? What's going on in Arizona that's making them a serious contender? I think it's the, the insurgence of Kyler Murray. I, I think he looks so much better than he did last season. Uh, he's making really good decisions. He's very, very mobile. Uh, he extends plays when he needs to. He's uh, putting some great passes out there. They got A.J. Green now. So – you know, and, you know, yeah, he's a, he's a veteran wide receiver, but uh, he's been taking some catches away from Hopkins, too, only because now you got two, two very good wide receivers out there. And A.J. Green's managed to stay pretty healthy so to be another target for him. He's got D.J. Moore uh, that he's been hitting. 
uh, on some passes who's extremely fast, especially in the in the wide open field. I mean, they're and then their defense is playing complementary football. You know, they're they're stopping they're stopping offenses, getting the ball back for them. It's a they're a very dangerous team right now, and and their their record is exactly who they are. I, I mean, I don't think this is a fluke at all. Uh, I, I I've seen the progression uh, going on there. Uh, from last season to this season. Uh, but you mentioned the Hail Murray, a oh, man, do I get 60 in that? They like to put that on TV a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, you know, that's just how it goes. But I think there's still that team that isn't quite there yet. Like, they can have a really good season. They can win double-digit amount of games. But once they hit the playoffs, that team is too young to be able to, to go all the way. They, they would get beat by somebody and everybody would say, hey, it's about next year. It's about next year. But if, if Kyler's playing the way he is, it, it's all about the quarterbacks. You mentioned it with the Chargers, with Herbert. Like, once you start playing well, it, that's really it. That's all you have to do is keep your team above water. But Kyler Murray's going to have a really tough time in that NFC West. Seattle's been iffy this year. The 49ers have lost. The Rams look really good. I think they might be in contention for the best team in the NFL. That's been a discussion. I think if Buffalo wins tonight against Kansas City, they are the best team in the NFL right now. Yes, and I would completely agree with that because I think uh, that, that's why, I mean, I try not to hype games up more than what they really are, but this, this game here, uh, it's, I think it's almost more important than the AFC Championship game last season now because, uh, like we've talked about, is uh, it's, we're done comparing we're done comparing. It's time to it's time to move past the Chiefs. So I mean, not to jump back to that, but I mean that's just that's just where it's at. I think if they if they do win, uh, they do have a strong a strong uh, stand. I mean, they make a strong case for them to be the the best team in the NFL, uh, the Buffalo Bills. And even if they lose tonight, even if they lose, this is probably going to be a rematch we see in the playoffs, and maybe we get them then. But the way that Buffalo's playing lately. I'm going to take the Bills tonight. I'm going to tell you right now. You don't even have to wait for the 6 p.m. pregame show. The Bills are going to win this game. That's what's going to happen tonight. Hey, you know, I'm, I, for once, like, I'm going to tell you, normally I get nervous or something, but, like, I, I got a good feeling about it. I, I'm with you on it, honestly. I, I, I'm right there on your bandwagon right now because I, I agree. I, I'm like, I'm like it, it, it has to be tonight. It has to be. I, I mean, I just don't see any other way of this going down, as long as they show up, you know, and they don't leave the real bills back at home uh, or on the bus, uh, then, then I, they got they have a strong chance. This is, this is tonight. It's going to happen. All right, guys, that's all the time we have for today. You've been listening to Icy Mike's. You can catch me and Mike on the pregame show, 6 p.m. tonight. If you'd like, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at the real Dan Kelly. Always want to talk football. Mike, hit him with your Twitter. Yep, uh, and I'm, I always love to talk football as well. My name is Mike Schimberski at MIKOL2531. Uh, again, this is Icy Mike's on the Built in Buffalo Network. Thanks for listening, guys.